0: Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 124 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm joined by physical therapist, Dr. Tracy John, and we're sharing how to properly engage your core, why your MRI might not have anything to do with why your back hurts, and how to get the best value from your healthcare providers. (laughs) you <laughs> Tracy is a doctor of physical therapy and the owner of Get Balance Physical Therapy and Wellness, which is a mobile concierge practice in Metro Atlanta. And she's helped thousands of individuals recover from debilitating back injuries and surgeries and uses her 16 years of clinical experience to give back via educational workshops, podcasts, and community events. We have a lot in common, including knowing that having pain doesn't mean you're forever broken. And when she reached out to me to be a guest on the the podcast and i started to look into what she's about i was like this woman is amazing and i know that you're gonna love her too Lots of people get into healthcare and helping others because of their own health journey. And I loved what Tracy shared in this conversation about her own scoliosis surgery and how she keeps her back healthy now. And she also coined my most favorite term, pain in your peaches, about pain that comes from muscular imbalance in your peaches, you know, your glutes. (laughs) So enjoy today's conversation with Dr. Tracy John. Dr. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to get into this conversation because already just from our pre-chatter, I'm just like, oh, so let's start with what do you like to get nerdy about?
1: Oh, I I like to get nerdy about anything related to the back and muscles, stretching Mm -hmm. muscles, working muscles, controlling the muscles and how they help with your posture and your back pain. Mm
0: -hmm. So you were totally that person that anatomy was like your favorite class.
1: In I school. love anatomy. Yes. <laughs> when I was in uh, PT school in an anatomy class, I made the first cut on the cadaver. I was super excited.
0: <laughs> Ooh. What was your first cut?
1: Oh, we were, we were cutting along the spine. We were like going to open up the back. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like everybody remembers their first cut. <laughs> because when I... Uh, so when I did anatomy in university, it was already like dissected for us. But I did another cadaver dissection um, after college where we got to do the cutting. And I remember it was like down the top of the shoulder. And I was just like, oh my God, I just like cut into a body. And then that night when I was riding the train back to where I was staying, I was just like standing on the platform. I'm like these people don't know. I just cut into a body. Oh my <laughs> God. Was having like a Dexter moment. It was really hard. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Yes. This is super exciting.
0: <laughs> you never forget your first cut.
1: <laughs> Somebody else, wanted, they wanted it. They wanted it to be the first one, but I got it first. So like,
0: yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. Awesome. And tell us a little bit more about like how you got into PT. Cause I think everyone too, like they have their own story of like what brought them there, but curious for you and why back pain is your specialty.
1: So I actually had, um, I have still have, I have scoliosis and I had scoliosis surgery when I was about 12 years old. Mm. Um, and that kind of sparked my love for healthcare. And then I decided I wanted to be a physician. I wanted to be a pediatrician. Don't know why, but <laughs> Now I'm like, oh no, that was a bad idea. <laughs> um so I went to school with the idea that I'm going to be on a pre-med track and I'm going to go to medical school and I'm going to go through all these years. And then when it came down to the time to start prepping for the MCAT and register for it, I was like, you know what? I don't think that I want to do that anymore. I don't want to spend all of these years in medical school and then having to pay back all those loans for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to do now. So I don't do that. And I wanted to be in the healthcare field, but I just had no clue what, I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. And I was like, I don't know what else to do with myself. My dad ended up having heart surgery. And while I was visiting him in the hospital room, you know, a young lady came in and she she kind of just helped him get out of the bed safely, made sure he can walk in a room. And she was like, okay, well, I'll come back a little bit later and finish working with you. I said, who is that? Because Clearly she wasn't a physician. She wasn't a nurse. She wasn't a tech or anything. I was like, who is that? He said, "Oh, that's a physical therapist. You could do that." I was like, "Okay, well, let me go look that up." <laughs> so I went home. I looked it up, and the next day when I went back to the hospital, I went down to the um, to the volunteer office, and I signed up. Oh wow! And yeah, so I started up, and I started there, and I started doing some PT hours, and started looking into schools. And I mean, I absolutely loved loved it. I actually um, did my volunteer experience at the uh, vestibular uh, rehab at NYU, and it was amazing to see somebody came in and he was so grumpy, like just mean. And when he left, he was a different person because I guess he was so, he was so dizzy and he was disoriented and he was just, he was just mad. And by the time he left, he was walking straight and he was like a different person. And then we got all kinds of treats there. You get to play with toys. I was like, this is amazing. So I was like, I'm going to school for this.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah. And I think too, we, I also was like thinking about med school. You got way further in the journey because I opened up the application. It was for a six-year program. So you went in undergrad and would just like go right into medical school. You didn't have to apply again. And on the application, they asked, like, what are some recent books you've read? And <laughs> it's like, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I was like, this is not going to happen. Like, let me just like throw this application away. Too funny. <laughs> but yeah. So I think I agree too. Like, physical therapy is such a cool, just like career because you do, you get to help people rediscover their own capacity to heal. And even in the midst or just like from one hour appointment makes such a huge difference for someone. So it's so awesome that you had that experience and that that's what you get to do now. I know. I love it. And now I get to do it right in the comfort of somebody's home. Yeah. i coming to me. So it's even better. Yeah. How was that during the pandemic and all the COVID shutdowns and all that for you? Um, Well, I started right, right as the pandemic started.
1: So um, I didn't really get up and rolling until the end of last year, I would say. So you know, when, you, when you're just starting out and nobody knows you in this COVID, nobody wants you to come <laughs> to the house because so they don't know who you are. Um, but once everything started relaxing, it, it got better. And I, I love seeing people in their homes, in their environment. And they're super comfortable, you know, they're more relaxed. And I actually get to see them do what it is that they say they're doing versus them coming to the, to the clinic and they're like, yeah, I did, I did it uh, at the counter the way you showed me. And when I go to their house, I'm like, okay, sh- show me the exercise. Yeah, either did they didn't do it or they're doing it incorrectly. And I can correct them right there, you know? Yeah. Going back
0: to the clinic and lying lying <laughs> to me about it. That's such a great point. Ah, oh, yeah, that's super awesome. I haven't I'm trying to think. I don't know if of any, I'm sure there are here in Los Angeles who do that as well. But that's such a great point to be able to see you in your environment and like how you're using your space and be able to provide suggestions and help, like real time in the place that you live in. Right,
1: right. Exactly. And then a lot, of, a lot of times I found when I was in a clinic, when I would do stair training, everybody would always say, my stairs are not like this. They're bigger than the, the standard stairs that we use at physical therapy clinics. So I get to see them work on their stairs and help them train more efficiently at mm-hmm. their home versus like the cookie cutter everybody uses.
0: Well, yeah. And also using the space, like you're saying stairs too, like in the clinic, I remember, Oh, you know, we have this step up that you can do, but at home, maybe you have stairs, maybe you have this. So, you know, just eliminating, eliminating that extra step of them having to figure out how to use the space.
1: Exactly.
0: So I'm curious about your scoliosis surgery at 12. Did you have like the rods and did you do physical therapy after that?
1: No, I actually only had physical therapy while I was in the hospital recovering, um, they just kind of did the bed mobility and walked me down the hall. Um, and I, I didn't know that was physical therapy at that, at that time until I actually went to PT school. I was like, oh, that's what those people were doing when I was a little girl mm-hmm. in the hospital. Yeah, I actually, when I was diagnosed, I went to a chiropractor for about a year. I had an S curve and it kept getting worse. Chiropractors didn't help. Not saying that chiropractors don't help, but it just didn't help me at that time. Yeah. Um, and then I wore a brace for about another year. Um,
0: fun. Super fun. You know? oh, especially at like 12, right? It's like <laughs> right. super fashionable. And um, I
1: had to wear it under my clothes to pretty much like 23 hours a day. I only took it off to take a shower. Yeah, super fun. And then one of my cousins actually had um, scoliosis as well. Hers is a little bit worse than mine. And she had surgery and she was fine and alive. So I was like, Mom, she had surgery on hers. I don't want to be, grow up to be a crooked old lady. So can I have surgery too? So yeah, so we had it I had it done and look at me now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what kind of stuff, just out of curiosity too, like do you do for your own kind of like body maintenance plan to manage your lower back and just back and spine in general?
1: Yeah, I try to do some core stuff. I'm all about working on your core. Um, I'm always working on my my posture. So like right now I'm sitting like this, you know, I'm sitting all day driving around. So I'll get up and I'll do some of these and some scab retractions and try to just make sure I'm sitting upright and not slouching. I really can't slouch that much because of the rods. They just keep me upright, but um, I don't want to ever have to go back under that knife. So (laughs) I make sure that I keep my back nice and strong and always squeeze my glutes when I'm standing up. In case I'm carrying, like I carry a book bag when I go to patients' homes and sometimes it's heavy. So I always make sure that I'm staying upright and squeezing my glutes and making sure I'm not leaning forward Mm because I don't want to ever have to.
0: Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) night. avoid it all fast. And if it's happened too, it's like, again, like, let's just avoid it happening again. But you're a thousand percent right. Of course. Right. It's posture and core strength. And really they're at the foundation of everything. And I think sometimes people get carried away or distracted by like the shiny objects. And I'm like, no, no, it's still the boring stuff. Like that's what really matters. Yes. Yes, it is.
1: But I think that yoga and Pilates are really, really great for, Mm -hmm. um, People are back pain if they're doing it correctly. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, I go, I do yoga, I work with a trainer, but then they still hurt themselves sometimes because they don't know how to engage their core properly.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's a, yeah. People have, they have no body awareness and they don't even know that if they're doing it right, they don't know if they're turning it on. So I've spent a lot of time making sure that they know how to turn it on.
0: What is the best way? Like, how would you cue it? Because I think that's also helpful for people to hear different voices and how to cue core coordination.
1: Right. The right way. So usually I have them si- um, laying on their back, um, hook lying. So their knees are bent. Um, I'll Sometimes I'll put my hand underneath the small of their back and I'll ask them to push their back into my hand. And then I'll have them to draw their belly button in towards their spine. And I'll put my fingers right, right inside them like where their pelvis is mm-hmm. um, deep down. Um, so like I'm poking into their belly. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be soft when I poke in there. And then I'll ask them to contract, like flatten their back and try to tighten their tummy muscles. And I should feel a little small muscle pop up under my fingers. And then I'll have them to feel on the other side. This is what I want you to be looking for. I want these deep abdominal muscles to be turning on. I want your back to be flat. I want your spine neutral. And you know, you can squeeze your glutes as well, but make sure that those, those, those deep abdominals are turning on as well. And also like to do some diaphragmatic breathing because the diaphragm is part of the core too. And people don't, they don't work on that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. We talk about it all the time, like core and breathing. If you can not even master that, because I don't feel like you ever reach a point where you're like, cool, I'm done. I don't have to do that anymore. Like I still do basic core exercises and breathing just to make sure that like everybody knows how they're supposed to be working together at all times, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very important. The boring stuff is the most important stuff don't forget it is it's just like eating food the boring food is good for you Mm -hmm. so another thing that you know i want to chat about with you is you know mris and x-rays because specifically when it comes to back pain because i feel like you know somebody is experiencing back pain for some period of time maybe it's super intense so they go right away they go to their primary care physician or maybe they just go straight to like an orthopedic surgeon who then does an mri and they either find something um, or they don't find anything uh, and yet you're still in pain. So tell us, how should we be thinking about these MRIs and x-rays and like how those scans relate to what we're actually feeling? Like most busy, active people, I don't have time to waste during my workout. I need my workouts to be efficient, effective, and to the point. So if your performance feels like it's been dragging and your energy is nowhere to be seen, I've got just the thing to help perform from the amino company is an amino acid based formula. That's three times more effective on a gram by gram basis than any other protein source, and it'll improve peak strength and endurance levels during your workout. It helps me complete my workouts without feeling exhausted and with more energy and better focus. PERFORM is designed for endurance, focus, and strength, and it's based on actual science. I kid you not, the research on amino acids and performance enhancements is well-documented with hundreds of studies demonstrating how well they work. Just one scoop of PERFORM about 30 minutes before your workout will help boost athletic performance, increase peak physical strength and endurance, and improve focus and concentration. And right now you'll save 30% off when you use the code body nerd at checkout. Just head on over to a e slash amino. You'll see all the research studies plus save that 30%. Again, the code is body nerd and head on over to a e slash amino. A M I N O. All right, back to the show.
1: Okay. So for the people that get told that they have, Uh, degenerative disc they have DJD or they're having degenerative disc disease um, in their spine or they had an MRI and they're told they have, I have a disc bulge at L4, L5 or L5 S1. That's what the doctor told me. And they just go crazy and think that that is the end all be all. Like that is the only reason why that they have pain is because the doctor told them that they found this on the test. Whereas... 80% 80% of the people walking around that are in their adult life have disc bulges. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that's what's causing the pain. You probably had the disc bulge for years and just didn't know. Yes, it could have been you aggravated it, but try not to focus on that's the only reason why that you have pain because just because you got the test and that's what it's at. You know, and same thing for the, the DJD. We're all going to age. We're all going to have some kind of changes in our spine. That doesn't necessarily mean that's why you're having pain. Um, And the flip side, when you go get these tests and they're negative and you're having like sharp back pain or it might be radiating down your leg, the first thing people think is I have sciatica. Mm -hmm. Sciatica sciatica is more of a symptom than a true diagnosis. So we want to find out what the cause is. Um, So my favorite thing to nerd out on is um, the SI joint and pelvic rotations. Because a little, small shift in the pelvis, whether it's up, down, in and out, or a little shift of rotation in your, in your sacrum, which is the flat, broad bone between your tailbone and the spine, it's not your tailbone. <laughs> it's the, the part right before the very tip of your tailbone is the sacrum. Um, and that can have little shifts in it as well. And those shifts can cause the same pains, sharp pains and pain on your leg, pain in your butt, or like I, I like to say, pain in your peaches. Since I'm in Atlanta,
0: um, so <laughs> I love that. though. pain in your peaches.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's pain in your peaches. Um, that can cause um, pain as well. So I always try to look at that area, like the whole lumbosacral sacral um, area, because that gets overlooked a lot by a lot of healthcare um, clinicians, and that can be the source of some people's pain, especially when the X-ray and an MRI are negative because they are not they're not seen or they're not very they're not looked for on, on those diagnostic tests.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I was in um, college, I sprained my ankle and it wasn't like one of those sprains where right away. You're like, oh yeah, that was bad. It was, you know, I was rushing to class and my, f- it was raining and my foot slipped and I was like, oh, but I'm late to class and didn't even think of it till the next day. I was like, oh my God, I can't walk. And I went to get x-rayed because you go to urgent care and that's what they do. And they're like, oh, I guess we should x-ray you. And I just remember the doctor being like, you know, looking at the x-ray and he's like, well, it's not broken but you say it hurts and like there was just no connection and I was like yes it's not broken and it also hurts like those two can exist it doesn't just have to be because there's something structurally wrong on the x-ray or the scan
1: right and it could just be your muscles you have an imbalance in your muscles one side could be tight one side could be weak you know you're having inflexibility or you just anything you know and it, 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 the muscles play a, a important part muscles tendons all of that plays a part in our pains, mm-hmm. and they get overlooked. So, yeah, if people are going to go straight for an X ray and they don't see a fracture, then they're like, "Well, what's wrong with me?" Not everything mm-hmm. means that you're broken.
0: And also, you know, whether it's you know stenosis or the DJD or whatever, if you have this diagnosis, does that also mean that you are like destined to have back pain forever?
1: No. <laughs> No, there's there's treatments. There's ways we can lubricate. We can help lubricate those joints. We can find patterns, movement patterns that are comfortable for you. You don't have to be debilitated because you have these diagnoses. I want to just
0: like cut that. Soundbite and replay it every time I have a conversation with someone. Like (laughs) Dr. Tracy said, I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. Like she believes it too, because it's true. It's true. Like the you know the body was designed to move, and I think that we live in a time where like you don't have to move. I don't even have to turn my lights on. You know, the little robot dot thing does it for me. So we've set up an environment where we've outsourced our movement so much, and then when we do go to move, it's so uncomfortable. body doesn't know what's going on anymore they've got lazy you gotta retrain it no exactly 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 in your experience what have you found to be like a common thread with the people you're working with as to perhaps like a a common cause of back pain
1: most recently um i've had a couple of people with um pelvic rotations and weak core weak core and weak glutes Mm. weak glutes Painting your peaches.
0: (laughs) You got to strengthen your butt muscles too. And the core. Yeah. You need that on a shirt. Painting your peaches.
1: (laughs) That. I think I'll do that.
0: (laughs) Uh, And is there a way... Because I know another thing that you work with people on is like ergonomics and like posture assessments. Is there a way... Like is sitting or better than standing or standing better than sitting? And is there a way to do one or the other where it's not creating an issue?
1: Um, I wouldn't say one is worse than the other. Um, I usually focus more on people sitting first because we America is a sedentary world. It's a sedentary nation. (laughs) Well, I I would say we live in a sedentary world, but America is, I think, more sedentary than the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I usually look at people's posture um, first when they're sitting, especially at the laptop, because, you know, we just came from this whole Zoom pandemic. So everybody's (laughs) sitting in front of the computer all the time, all day. People that were not sedentary before the pandemic are sedentary now. um, And they're they're starting to slouch. Their head, their head is, their posturing is just off. And then um, the mouse might be in the wrong place. The phones that they're answering could be off. So I look at all of that and making sure that they're all in the proper position so that you're not twisting your body in, in ways that you don't need to be and overreaching and overexerting yourself when you can have everything placed efficiently in front of you always look at that first, the sitting. And then of course I always um, tell people to put like a lumbar roll or roll up a towel, put it behind your back. So it's a cue. If you start rolling, leading leaning back into it. It will cue you to sit upright, you know, make sure your feet are flat on the floor and just always take a break. Also stand mm-hmm. up like every two hours because your body just needs that. It needs to get up and move. You can't just sit around all day.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have like any favorite stretches? Because I know you mentioned that you're in the car a lot since you're going from client's to client's house. Like, What are your favorite after sitting, stretch, break exercises to do?
1: So usually when I get out of the car, I just put my arms overhead and reach backwards into extension since mm-hmm. I'm sitting in a flex posture all day. So I do an extension. When I get home, I like to do a, um, a QL stretch for my side, my side trunk stretch. And then when I get in bed, I always lay prone on my elbows because I just, I just need that extension from being... I've been flexed all day. So mm-hmm. I need to just combat that. I lay on my stomach and mm-hmm. do some prone press-ups.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'll often read on my Kindle at night on laying on my stomach just to get a little bit of extension because I'm passive, hanging out, not doing anything else. Might as well. But it's exactly that. Just something different from what you've been doing all day. Exactly. Nice. Good job. Well, and I also, while I do it, I'm rolling on uh, an inflated ball for my stomach to just get some, you know, visceral massage, but also to get into the core muscles and the deeper hip flexors. So it's always multitasking. Never do we ever just do one thing at a time.
1: (laughs) It's always multiple things working.
0: Yes. Yes. So any other tips that you have for people who maybe they're like right in the throes of back pain right now, or have gotten to the other side and don't want to slide back into back pain of things we can do to keep our backs feeling amazing? Yeah, I would say, um,
1: especially if they don't want to backslide, to keep up with their core exercises um, and just keep challenging that. If they had a therapist in the past, maybe they want to reach out to them and say, hey, can you just update my exercises for me? Um, Or just join a, a program like a gym program that has really good trainers. If your physical therapist is kind of mobile, like that mobile is becoming a new trend. So you probably can find a mobile therapist that will stay with you forever if you want to. <laughs> we can stay with you forever if you want. Um, just make sure that you're still, you're staying on track and you never backslide and regress and start having that back pain again. Um, if you're in the middle of having back pain episodes, I would urge the person to first figure out the cause of their pain. So do you feel better when you're you're bent over? Do you feel better when you're bent backwards? Um, do you feel like you're limping? Should you have your alignment assessed first? Just try to figure out what the causes are and don't just go on YouTube and say, oh, this person said th- this is going to help my back because everybody is different. You, just because your neighbors try to traction an inversion table doesn't mean that the inversion table is going to work for you. So we, first and foremost, you need to figure out the cause of your pain and then go from there so you don't mm-hmm. end up hurting yourself even more.
0: Mm-hmm. You mean YouTube can't solve all? <laughs> what? What? The nerve. That's awesome. And I, the, so tell me a little bit more to you about this idea of like a mobile therapist. So when you go to someone's house, how long is the session? And it's just you that's working with them, right? Yeah,
1: it's just me. Um, I see them for an hour and I assess their, well, for, initially I assess their, you know, assess their, alignment, assess their strength and range of motion, see what's going on with them, try to figure out the cause, the root cause of their pain. Um, and I look at everything. You know, they're, they're, If they're for, if it's for their back, I'm going to look at their shoulders. I'm going to look at their ribs. I'm going to look at their neck, their, all, their entire posturing. Um, I'll always make sure that their pelvis is level, check that the ankles, make sure those, those feet are level because sometimes it's off. Sometimes it looks like your leg is shorter, but it's really not. It could just be from your pelvis and your trunk and the way that your muscles are holding you. Um, so I always look at that to make sure that you get flexible in the right areas and get strong in the right areas. And then, I, yeah, I do a lot of hands on. So I'm going to release the muscles that are holding you and that are guarding and um, try to get them to relax so that you're level. And then we can strengthen and, and stabilize you once you're level. Mm-hmm. If you keep going out of place, then that's not going to be beneficial because you're, you're just going to
0: have pain the next week again. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. New habits, not the same wonky habits that we've had. Right.
1: Right. So get you level, then we're going to stabilize it. Then we're going to get you nice and strong. So it does not go back out of whack again.
0: Mm -hmm. And I appreciate too, what you're saying about having to like stick with the exercises. Like, You're hearing it from us both that you can't just like stop doing something. It's sort of like, I always refer to brushing your teeth and like dental health. You never reach a point where you're like, well, I've brushed my teeth enough. I never have to brush them anymore. Like I'm done, you know? And it's like the same with your body. You can't just stop because things feel better. It's just the daily body maintenance that has to happen.
1: Right. Because your body will remind you when it's time for you to start doing your work again. Mm -hmm. It will remind you. And Mm -hmm. you're going to go, oh, shoot. What was the exercise supposed to keep doing again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop. And then you gotta you gotta add on top of it. You gotta keep challenging those muscles. They gotta get stronger and stronger. You can't just let them relax for too long. And then,
0: then you're gonna start having pain again. And you're gonna be mad. Be <laughs> <You're laughs> mad at yourself. Doctor and <laughs> and your you, you, you Tracy will be like, I need your help. Come help me. Come fix me. Right. <laughs> So something we, I want to make sure we talk about this because we had talked about it before we started recording too. But, um, I know an issue that comes up when people work with physical therapists is the cost of it, right? Uh, should I go through my insurance? Um, is that always the best price? Should I pay this other person, even though it's not covered by my insurance, but it may be better because they're outside of that model. Like any tips that you have for navigating the finances of physical therapy? (laughs) Yes. So
1: me for myself, I usually, if I go to the doctor's office, I usually call and ask what my, because I have a co-insurance. I don't have a Mm co-pay, which is a whole nother probably episode for you people (laughs) (laughs) discussing. co versus co-insurance and high deductible and things like that. So I'm a co-insurance. So I have to pay a certain amount of money until the insurance company kicks in and starts paying for services. So I usually ask, because um, I mean, some people have like $5,000 deductibles and you're you're if you're a healthy young person, you're never going to meet that. Right? Yeah. So if you can go to the doctor's office and their cash pay rate is $200 and then they're going to charge the insurance $500, then I'm going to pay the cash pay rate, right? Because I'm probably going to go to the doctor once or twice in the year. So I'm mm-hmm. never going to get, I'm never going to reach that $5,000. So mm-hmm. I always, The cash pay rate is and compare. And sometimes when you go to, if you go to like, say you go to a physical therapy clinic and they um, accept uh, insurance solely, they are kind of dictated by the insurance company because the insurance company is only going to reimburse them so much, which is why when you go to these clinics, you see multiple people in the treatment area at the same time. So your therapist is not really... um, 100% 100% focused on you because they're mm-hmm. thinking about the person that's coming in, the person that's leaving. How can I get more people in the door? Because I have to have X amount of people in this time frame so that I can make ends meet. Mm-hmm. So if you see a cash-based therapist, then you know you get more value. The person's coming to you if, if they're mobile. Um, there are cash-based brick and mortar clinics too, but you get all the attention on you. All the focus is on um, correcting your technique, making sure that you're in alignment um, making sure you're strengthening the right muscles so that you get better faster uh, because you're getting quality care and everybody, all the focus is on you versus five other people mm-hmm. you know so it, it, it decreases the time you're that you're gonna get better and you're gonna you're gonna stay there longer and probably not be doing half of the exercises correctly because if the, the, the therapist is looking <laughs> at the two other people behind you they're not looking back and you know they might catch you and say hey rotate your hips forward a little bit and tighten your tummy muscles but for the most part once they turn their back you're gonna start cheating Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: right I mean, and I worked as a physical therapy aide out of school, and like I had worked as an athletic trainer. Like I was educated on my own, but I like I was seeing patients on like the second day and like helping them with their exercises. So it's like if even if you have that, there's no guarantee that they are as experienced as you might hope for. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like it's insane. I can't believe it. It was a great experience, but like holy guacamole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where can people find more about you and work with you and hang out and follow you and do all those things? <laughs> well, you can follow me on
1: Instagram. It's getbalanced with a D, PT. Um, my website is www.getbalanced with a D again, PT.com. Well, that's pretty much where I'm at mostly. Oh, I have a Facebook group. It's called What's Aching Atlanta. Mm. So you can find that. And I try to post in there weekly. So that's where you can find me. I a lot of my personal Facebook page, but I'm not going to put that out there right now. No, 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 no. We keep that to
0: ourselves. (laughs) Right. Um, And you're in the, serving the greater Atlanta area? Yeah, I'm in Metro Atlanta. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to, I have a friend and client who is in Atlanta and I will be sending you her way. (laughs) Please. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and helping us to get uh, way more educated about navigating insurance and paying for our services, but also eliminating some of that fear that comes from diagnosis and scans and all of that. So thank you so much for being with us today. Very welcome. I enjoyed nerding out with you. Yeah, let's do it again. Yes, absolutely. I told you she was so much fun and actually something I learned after we spoke over email is that she also has a puggle, which I feel like there's a totally missed opportunity for us to talk about our dogs for like another 10 minutes. And I know that would have really added to this episode, but we definitely want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway? What was that aha moment? What was that? Oh my gosh, I never knew moment that is really going to help you take that next best step take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. I'm at Hala You can find Dr. Tracy at Get Balanced PT and send us any questions. Maybe just reach out to Dr. Tracy and let her know what this episode meant to you and how it's helped you. Or you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818- 3966501. 3966501. Now if you also want to get a more strategic mobility plan together that has everything you need for your entire body, you're definitely going to want to check out my mobility mastery toolkit. You'll get four weeks of mobility exercises that are going to help you build strength and flexibility in your hips, your shoulders, your feet, your lower back, and more. And for just $27, you get a month of body maintenance, a whole month, plus a workday stretch guide so that you have easy stretches to break up your day and help your body feel awesome. You can learn more right now by heading on over to mobilitytoolkit.co. That's mobilitytoolkit.co. Now, before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and everything podcast related lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill, and I'm so grateful for you taking the time to subscribe to the show if you haven't already, to leave a review, to shop with our partners, or even just share today's episode with someone who needs to hear the message. Whatever you have the time to do, I so, so, so appreciate you, and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, no longer having pain in your peaches and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it.